some new shoes. Have you heard of the Knickknackery Co? It's the hottest new place to buy women's shoes online, and they have some unique soles for your soul. The Knickknackery Co's signature soles are handcrafted in small custom batches by professional artisans. A careful eye to detail delivers styles that are both timeless and on trend, and they're constructed to last. The best part? They're as comfortable for us as they are stylish for you. For sophisticated women who love quality and uniqueness, you can't beat the Knickknackery Co. Visit us online at www.shopknickknacks.com. Follow us on all social media. There are no shoes we'd rather kick it with because they are very sophisticated for the soul. It was very, very open. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I wanted to say also is that I think anybody that wants to open a business, anywhere that you are, where there's a United States embassy or consulate, mm -hmm. there is a foreign commercial service at any embassy or any consulate that can help mm -hmm. with that market research. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say for anything we do, there mm -hmm. is a support system in the US government that supports businesses uh, with market research as our you know, our good friend and sister Valerie knows very well. Yes. Uh, and, and that's what they do. That's and what they do. so I would say you pay them a, a little token and they will do wonders for you, mm -hmm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. they'll bring, they'll get you the reports. It's a gold key service. There's all these reports that you get. You know, they'll support you from start to finish. Mm -hmm. You get that 
they handhold you really. Oh wow. Which is great. So whether you're in Africa, you're Asia, wherever you are, you know, overseas, you know, that's one service that I think that a lot of American businesses don't take advantage of or they don't know about. I don't think they know about it because it, I mean I've traipsed about the world. It's the first time I, I didn't know that that's what it was called. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yes. Yeah. Called foreign commercial service. Yes. They have a gold key service. Um, and, and, and they support businesses around, like I said, it's, you know, it's like a, not a membership fee, but there's a fee, but, uh, but it's a valuable information, especially if you're going into a country that you don't know anyone. anything about, Correct. you don't know anything Correct. about, you don't know anyone or the people, you know, you don't, you might, you may not hundred percent trust. Cause look, you, if you go to a business, you know, it's easy to say, hey, listen, I have $200,000 to spend. They're not going to take your money. But if you go to my African sister, you're like, hey, I have $200,000. Like, oh, yeah, I can show you what's up. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it up. Right? So <laughs> let's not, look, let's be, let's, let's trust each other, but let's not trust each, each other. other. No, so let's just no, be smart about stuff. I got you. Right? I got you. So you I go you. where the service you. is. You pay for the service. Let's not be hustling when it's about investing and investing and being serious about your investment. Let's not hustle. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the right services to get you the right information. At the right, right. No, that then makes you sense. can decide how you move forward. But you know, but if you try to do it like in the hush hush or like in the behind the door, you you always get a. Yeah, you, you run into issues. That is hilarious. So, what leads me in, it, this is probably going to require you to do a little heartfelt thinking. Mm. Because you have a lot of um, folks uh, from the diaspora moving onto the continent, mm. a lot of them are seeking citizenship. Mm. What are your thoughts about people who um, repatriate back to Senegal and is uh, wanting to get Senegalese citizenship let's say they don't necessarily maybe they're already married they don't want to have to marry a, a senegalese person i mean are you opposed to that or what are your thoughts about that particular view no it's not about oppose i, I don't have like a personal even think of that i mean mm-hmm. you're moving i feel like any country you go to move and leave and invest they should give you citizenship i wish we could have citizenship in the, in the Emirates. that'd be great <laughs> i mean, I'm going to buy a house. I'll buy a house tomorrow. <laughs> if you're going to give me an Emirati citizenship, I'd be like the black Emirati with the big hair all day long. All day long. <laughs> uh, um, so, no. So, um, so I don't have a, you know, like, you know, like, a, you know, I think that's the right thing to do. Okay. But um, I don't know if I'll, what, what are the laws on getting Senegalese citizenship for businesses. Mm. All I do know is that People can move there, own their business outright. They don't need a sponsor. They don't need anything. They own it. They register it. They do whatever they need to do. Uh, so, um, but I don't know that that gives you. So that's something that I don't know. You're not, if okay, that, you're not familiar yeah, with. Okay. Yeah. But as far as like whether people, I mean, <laughs> I mean you can get that citizenship. Ain't gonna do nothing for you. So you can well, have it. no, <laughs> because people are, are are feeling like they're more invested. I, I'll give you an idea. You know, mm. the Sierra Leonean president said that if you can trace your lineage back to Sierra Leone, mm. you are, you get automatic citizenship. Mm. So people are taking the African ancestry and the twenty three DNA um test. And if it comes back that they are part of any of the tribes out of Sierra yeah, Leone, yeah. They're getting passports. Mm. They're becoming citizens outright. 
Now, he did a shot over the bow about a month or two months ago at the Ghanaian president and said, see, this is what we're doing for diasporans, and all you're doing is having festivals. Mm-hmm. But Be- Ghana, because- don't they give you that too? I, yes, but I think after, when after you 15 visit, years. Is it after 15 yes. years? Yes. Oh. This man is saying, take your DNA test. You, you come back to one of these tribes, and here you go. How can it He's be after 15 years? How come, yeah, how come well, what's her name, Hardish, got her citizenship? Who is Hardish? It's typically... Stephanie Hardish. Is that Stephanie Hardish? T- oh, Tiffany Hardish. She, she's yeah. um, um, uh, Eritrean. Yeah, but she got she got a Ghanaian citizenship, no? Or maybe no, not? No, she, she's at, she, her, her father is from, is from Eritrea. I, I don't know about the 15 years yes, old. Ma'am. Is it what they say? Yes, I know, I know personal Americans who, yes. Because this I know is, the consulate here was about to give us citizenship. Maybe that's, but sir, I'm, I'm talking about it specifically with Ghana. So I was saying that the, hmm. the Sierra Leonean president, that's why he was saying, saying we're giving people something tangible and not just letting people come over here so they can party. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, I mean, people in the diaspora, we, we want that because for us, like for me, you and I are different in that. Yes, okay, so you can be, you can be my sister. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you know your line. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Mm. And for me, even taking a personal DNA test is never going to get me back to my original family. True. Now, granted, they have a lot of books and um, a lot of uh, uh, data records that these countries who, who participated in this translated slave trade, over time, it, it, it could take me some time to really pinpoint exactly mm. some something. But it's different from you. You can immediately go back to your great-grandmother's village. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, like, you know who, who your uh, mother's great-great-grandmother yeah. was. And yeah. so that's why people are really, yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. That, that's important. Yeah. So, you know, to, I'm, I'm saying that to say this is why people want the citizenship. Because they want the direct line to say, hey, I'm Senegalese. So how, I'm Sierra Leonean. Yeah, but how is that going to affect your citizenship in, in the United States? Well, well, it depends on certain, certain like a country like Tanzania will not allow you to hold dual citizenship. You have to pick one. Right. You either will have to be a Tanzanian mm. or stay a U.S. citizen. Mm. So it just depends on the country. Okay. okay, welcome back, welcome back. So what is your forecast for you and your family in the future as well as Senegal and the diaspora in the future? Great. That's a great question. I'm actually really pumped and excited that you've asked. So I wouldn't say family without mentioning my kids. I have two grown kids that they need to get the hell out of my house. Uh-oh. But um, as far as future, really, for us, I'm grateful that my husband is also from Senegal. So for us, we're going home. We're going home. We're going back to Senegal. In five years, God's willing, we're gonna retire. And um, yeah, I can hear my voice. I'm not that old, but I'm retiring. I'm retiring way below 50, which is so I'm grateful for that. Um, so we're retiring and we're going back home and going back home to do what now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still in the works. Uh, but we are the type of people that we've been very grateful. We've had an amazing journey. We're not looking to be rich. We will be okay. 
but I think we, uh, for me, retiring is really reconnecting back to my roots. Yes. Um, and I need it. I need this as a person. <laughs> um, it's something that's missing. Um, and, I, and I need it. And I've been, you know, wanting it for so, so, so long. And it's now more than never, it's very clear that uh, Senegal is where I belong and that's where I'm going to be. I do not, I enjoy traveling the world. Um, I enjoy, I ain't going back to America to leave ever again. Let me just put that out there. Okay, understood. Um, so, but I enjoy traveling, so I'll continue to travel. But I want to go back home to build, um, to build me. Uh, I want to go back home to reconnect, but I want to go back home mainly to give back to my community um, with all of the knowledge and wealth that I built over the years, I want to go back to, to really help people. Um, and helping people mainly, my focus is really starting an NGO yes. for incarcerated women yes. uh, and helping them get back into society. Um, and that's really my focus. Um, and that's what I want to do. Um, so, you know, along the way, if, I'm, if I pick up another, you know, I love cooking. Uh, I'm not opening a restaurant, but I can see myself organizing some mini afternoon teas. Mm -hmm. um, um, so I can do that because uh, I enjoy doing it. <laughs> I love interior decoration. decoration. Mm -hmm. I, I like, I'm an interior designer at heart. Um, you don't see my house, but for people hearing me, I love, love that. Um, and I love to bring every... Uh, every place that I've lived or visited, I always want to take a piece of that place with me. Yes. Um, so I want to go back um, and really, if anything, as a hobby, I, I definitely want to, um, you know, do some interior design work for sure. And as what I'm doing currently, uh, it's also giving me a lot of exposure to a lot of amazing creative director amazing um architecture mm -hmm. uh, architect uh and designers so that alone just uh you know fulfilled my dreams right uh I, to know, make all of it just to come, make yeah to come, come, together, come, yeah. come together that's kind of what i what yeah so in five years is retirement um and um i hope with some of the great moments that i've met in dubai and around the world we'll be able to put our brains together and come up with um you know something nice a business or what have you but um but yeah but mainly my main focus is really starting an ngo and giving back to the community and that's really my main focus i love that i love that because i i uh, myself with a partner you know i have one in ghana i mm -hmm. love that i love that yeah. i love that yeah so now we're going to switch and change focus here yes so um there has been rumblings for years about jollof rice cooking, Senegal, who owns it, where did it start, blah, blah, blah. So first, before we get into that, let's talk about what is your favorite style of food? Are you just a foodie at heart, or do you have one specific type of food that you like? So it's a great question because I like good food. So okay. I like everything. I cook everything. I like good food. Um, so I'm not, it's not, I'm not specific. Um, and I, and I, you know, I, you know, I'm just a good cook. So anything <laughs> I want to do, I make. 
but you do uh, like spicy you said you like spicy so i like spicy food and, and if it's not spicy i can eat but we we you know senegalese most of us we cook spicy and we like spicy food so i don't know um otherwise <laughs> so you give me pasta i'm gonna make it spicy uh, no but not but obviously certain things are not gonna be too too spicy i get it but um you know we we eat we like flavor you know we like flavor we like things to be you know we we like that journey with food yes right um um yeah so if i come to your house and i don't eat that means your food ain't damn good so. oh wow mm. so noted but you know Noted. Not that. <laughs> well, I, I can't invite you over because you know I don't like the sp- I, I can't be spicy too much. I don't know. But, I, I but can if, serve you tea but, and desserts but wait, like if this. You, if you if you if you cook something and you have like a spicy sauce, you watch me with that spicy. Sauce. That is hilarious. Oh, I tell you, but you bring no, some um, in your bag, as they this, say, put some hot sauce. Put some in hot bag. sauce in your bag. Bring your bring your spicy bring sauce in. But no, bag. but no, I I I we love food and um, but but yeah, and then. Um, yeah, so I don't have a, a, a style or gotcha. a, 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 like a dish. Um, I, I like good food and, okay. and I mix okay. it up for my family and myself. So it, it's always spicing it up in my household. So when you talk about your siblings and your mom being the third wife, when did you actually start cooking mm. for everyone? Mm. How old were you? When you started cooking for everyone in the So house. I'll take you back to my bougie lifestyle. Yes, your bougie, your bougie, your bougie. So, which is very interesting you've asked. Okay. Because this is another story that many people don't know. Uh-oh. When I was, um, you know, growing up, never cooked, never watched my drawers, never did nothing. Never house chores, never nothing. You just study. It was just study and being good. And as I told you earlier, I was a nugget, so. <laughs> but I study well. But, um, so, so, it's interesting because we've always had... Um, We've always had uh, people. Um, Hello, how are you? So I guess the husband is. And the husband is injured. No, no, no. You told me it was done, right? For a minute, we were done for a minute. <laughs> I will edit that out. Let's say what seven. Go ahead. Um. So, but, but yes, yeah, so I, um, so yeah, we've never had to really, um, you know, cook or do anything house chores, which was very interesting. I mean, my mom would try here and there, but we always had, you know, house help, we've always had, so I've never really done, what I'm doing now in my life, I didn't do when I was, you know, uh, in a Senegal. teenager okay. in Senegal. Okay. So you ask me, cooking. Mm-hmm. So it's actually... Um, um, my um, my uh, my son's father, that was a cook, was a chef. It's gonna happen. You gonna be okay? Mm-hmm. He was a chef. So and he taught me how to cook. Really? So this is news. Nobody knows this. So he taught me how to cook. He was a chef in New York City, and he was an amazing. He, uh, I hope he's alive. I hope you're alive. I don't know, but in any case, he taught me how to cook, um, and he was a cook. So when I was with him, you know, he would cook, and I would, and, and literally, he taught me how to cook jollof rice. It's crazy. 
he was Senegalese as well and and see him cooking and he's he's an, he's really an amazing chef he makes everything like he was working at a steakhouse he's just amazing and he loved to cook so my love for cooking frankly came from him so wait a minute Maya so when you when you were a kid you never had your mom's actual cooking no so Not you've really. never tasted anything your mother ever cooked no, I did, but it, but but in Senegal and even to this day, many people have house help and cooks sure. in their household. So my mom was a businesswoman, and my okay. mom would go, you know, for you know weeks or months sometimes traveling, traveling and okay. doing business. So you know, my mom would cook, but it was very. Um, we just like I remember my my mom would cook, and she's a good cook, but a lot of it because she was also entertaining people a lot mm. so the entertainment part of of entertaining people and making my table look f fancy and doing dishes that came from my mom okay but the actual cooking came from someone totally different because wow. my mom would entertain a lot of people because my dad was a politician so a lot of people would come to our household for dinners and receptions and stuff so making things nice and entertaining people, that was just my mom's job. Because she was the prettiest out of all the other, uh, and she's the intellectual out of all the other wives. So love the other wives, but uh, my mom was the prettiest. And Aww. was the sexiest. Oh, uh, and you know, I mean, she you was ain't just, too shabby yourself. She, she just, she was just like, hey, she was just, you know, sex. She was just, she had it together. She had it together. She had it together. <laughs> So, and, and uh, yeah, so, you know, as an African man, my, my dad had always just showing her off all the time. Wow. So that's, that was also part of being a politician, right? Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So that's, that was all, that was all that, that I lived in that. Okay. Um, so, 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 so that's interesting then. So, okay. So since you got, your, let's say, your true love for the art of cooking. Came from You got entertaining man. from mom, but the art of cooking came from, from, a man. from a man it came from a man tell me about jollof rice oh. where did jollof the name originate and who makes the best jollof rice uh, i want it on the podcast here i want it on my youtube channel i mean i need it out there so um brothers and sisters tell them don't get this one twisted <laughs> Jollof is the word in Wolof. Yeah, hear me? Jollof is the word in Wolof. <laughs> and Wolof is Senegalese. West Africa, specifically in the car. Okay? So, let's get that straight. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so, it's like, hey, where did John originated from? You're like, oh, well, John is in Nigeria, in Kenya. <laughs> Well, John came from America, okay? People, get it together. Because in French, it's called Jean. Jean-Luc. Jean so, <laughs> Jollof is a word in Wolof. You see how that rhymes? Jollof is the word in Wolof. Dakar, Senegal, West Africa. Thank you very much. Now, obviously, naturally, Jollof rice came from Dakar. It came from Senegal. 
do we make the best out of right hands down? I mean, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, look, we'll be sitting, we're not even trying to referee between the Ghanaian and the Nigerian. Yes. Right? Brothers and sisters, y'all go sit down. Okay? Now, y'all can make your own jollof rice, call it jollof, call it whatever the hell you want. We let you have it. We let you have it. Y'all can't, you know, I just say this. Y'all can't just argue day and night about your jollof rice, how, whatever. But you know what? We make the best. Y'all know it. That's why y'all don't even call out a name out when y'all doing your foolishness. Y'all not even this be talking about the car. Y'all don't even talk about Senegal. Y'all not even talk about the wall off. You're like, we better leave them out of this. Yes. Okay, so is... Is this ongoing, uh, let's, I don't even want to call it feud, I was going to say competition. Is it because, I remember you telling me the story about how young children learn how to make jollof. Is that the reason why? Because from an early age that they're taught how to, you know, make the ingredients and all of that stuff. And so they basically perfect like a craft over time. It's true. I mean, so most young African, most Senegalese, most Senegalese women, girls, young girls, they learn how to cook at a very early age. Mm -hmm. Most of them, most of them learn how to cook. Mm -hmm. um, most of them, because that's just how, that is part of our, when I said earlier that we're very hospitable. Um, and, 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 uh, and also the other thing is, another reason why they learn how to cook, sometimes people don't have the means to have cooks or means to have helpers so then they have these they have their young girls they start teaching them how to cook at a very early age and part of cooking and part of, part of knowing how to cook is also a, a strategy of holding your man mm. in in the in the african community and really in the senegalese community i want to say here is that part of cooking and taking care of household is a is a craft Yes. So, for so for many for many young girls in Senegal, you learn that at an early age. So I learned my craft of the table from my mom, mm -hmm. right? And I learned the craft of cooking and loving food from a, a man and you know my son's father. So, um, but but most 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 young girls in Senegal know how to cook for out of necessity. Or just part of their upbringing. Okay. Um, but okay. as I said, I had a bougie lifestyle, so people didn't bother me too much about the cooking part of it. But um, but yeah, but I'm grateful. So I, to this day, I'm like, oh my god! Like if I didn't learn how to cook, you know, my husband now is like he. We barely. My husband barely goes out to a restaurant because he has amazing food at home. Yes. So there's never a need to go to a restaurant. And I go to a restaurant all the time just for the social aspect. And the experience, and the right? Experience. Okay. Um, but, um, so yeah, so it's, 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 it's important. And, and I, I, I just love food. I love cooking. Um, and it's just, uh, it's a stress reliever for me. Good, um, good, Which good. is good. So I, is. I'm, I am in my happiest moment when I'm in my kitchen. Okay. So if I was, in, if I was a newcomer, I've been in Senegal myself personally, mm -hmm. but if I was a newcomer coming to Senegal, Tell me three dishes I should try. So jollof rice, well, every okay, single. Okay, come on. Every this single. hands down, Maya. Okay. Uh, so you have so, to come up with three new ones. <laughs> ah, ah, 
Okay. Salmon, like jollof rice, the peanut rice is really good. It's mm. called mafe. It's yes, the, yes. Okay. The, the, the peanut sauce with, with rice, over rice. Um, there is another one called, uh, f we, we make amazing fried rice called chebu yapu. Um, and it's the yap is the is the is the is the meat. So we make amazing uh, fried rice as well. Different from whatever you, what you've had. Different from the Pakistani or Indian. So totally different. Uh, another dish that I enjoy a lot is called supukanda, and that Supukanda, is with the yes. okra sauce and with the palm oil. That is one of my favorite because you can eat it with with rice over rice. You can eat it with fufu. Uh, I love that a lot. But keep in mind, Senegalese. We eat a lot of like frying and oil and you know it's all of, all of that that I that I enjoy okay. a lot. Okay, yeah. well no no that was three good. But wait 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 the last one that I would be remiss if I didn't mention is called the DB. Okay. The DB D I B I the DB is more for nighttime for dinner. And that is just the barbecue meat. Yes. Okay. That's okay. the barbecue okay. meat with the onion and the mustard yes. and all of that. Okay. So that's a big deal over there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And when and me as when every time I go, so it's interesting, because I cook a lot. Obviously, being overseas, and it doesn't matter where I am, I always cook my African dishes. But Dibi is one dish. The first day I come to Senegal, my parents they know to have Dibi ready for me. Whether I I land in the morning, whether I land in the middle of the day, or whether I land at night, I'm nice. having DB. So, if there's anything I crave when I go to Senegal, it's, it's the, the DB because okay. it's just the way they make it. It's special. You can never imitate the DB outside of Senegal. It's, they just make the best. Okay, and tell me the name three shops that someone should visit. Their first time coming to Senegal, like maybe your favorite shops that you would, you'd have to go to if you were home. Oh my God! So it's hard. So so, and I don't know. I talk about like clothing. Yes. So let me tell you though. Um, I don't know a favorite shop necessarily, but there are more and more shops that are opening up now in Senegal. Yes. And frankly, I know. One is a, a consignment shop called Sassy Boutique, Sassy Boutique okay. and she's amazing. She has amazing. I actually uh, bought a jacket from her. There's also this lady called Nene Yaya. She makes amazing bags. So my blue, the purse that I had, oh. she made that amazing. Um, there's this other guy that made my the one of the orange dress that I wore the other day, and it's called Lahad Gay. And all of these like upcoming entrepreneurs that have just taken off the last few years. Yes. Uh, and but Senegal is very known with uh, of, uh, known for tailors. They yes. have a lot of good tailors. Yes. So like you know good tailors, then they can make amazing. Uh, but correct. And you know I shared yeah. with you a, a, a friend of mine was in Tanzania for um, six months, and the lady where she was getting her clothes made. Yeah. was Tanzanian, but she always flew to uh, Senegal mm -hmm. and to Gambia to get mm -hmm. fabrics and things. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman couldn't keep the stuff in the store. She all, She's always running out. Yeah. And even during this time of the 2020 panorama, <laughs> that's what I call it, <laughs> um, she was still, her business was afloat because it didn't matter what she made. Yeah. My colleague was saying, this woman, her, her business, she was always yeah. being patronized. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because her stuff, it, yeah. it was the, basically the um, fabrics and things, you know. So, yeah. interesting that you say that. Now, 